The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Jonathan Healy filling in for Pat Kenny from our Cork studio at Republic of Work and in our Dublin studio, Marconi House is Professor of Biochemistry at the School of Immunology, Trinity College, Luke O'Neill. How are you, Luke? Good morning, Jonathan. You're down in Cork. I thought you'd be here in uh, person. I'm disappointed no one, not to see your I, face. I, I, ter- well, you, at least you don't have to look at me in shorts. So there, there, yeah, there's a bonus true. there. You have been on the old uh, the tour circuit I again. Have. Is, is, is this the metabolics now or, or the actual oh, job? God, no, this is my day job. Yeah, so uh, there's a frenzy of conferences happening at the moment. It's all this pent up, you know, they were deferred into June, July period and I've been at like five different conferences in the past sort of three or four weeks and of course the big topic as ever is the dreaded COVID you see because obviously there's a huge amount of research happening still and then we're looking back on what happened and a huge amount of sort of analysis and, and, and obviously among immunologists it's, it's still the big topic you see. Mm, well, let's talk about um, COVID first of all, because you have updates on the BCG, uh, which has been around since yeah. uh, literally I was a boy. Uh, but uh, the more modern one is is, is the um, the COVID vaccine. Moderna seem to have had good success with tweaking their vaccine to deal with Omicron. They have, yeah. They announced their results, I think about four days ago now, the Omicron vaccine, uh, really effective, very high antibody response. It was a hugely effective vaccine in, in the trial, of course. It's the first trial with this. So now we have the first Omicron specific vaccine so the prediction will be that this will now become the one to use obviously because Omicron is the easily the most dominant dominant one in the world at the moment and then it's, it's siblings BA4 and 5 and they reported a huge antibody response the, the response was so strong Jonathan they're saying it might last a year so in other words here, this might be what we're looking for you know you get you get your vaccine to protect you for at least a year and then becomes like the flu vaccine in a sense because we still don't know how, how many times we need to repeat boosting for example in people but but this 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 vaccine my Moderna looks, looks really interesting it must be said now, it's a slippery little uh, thing, um, the Omicron variant, because it's already changed at least five times and probably more that we haven't heard about. So how confident are we that, you know, there won't be something else coming down the track? We yeah. won't have another South African mutation or some other mutation in some part of the world that changes Omicron into whatever the next letter is in the Greek alphabet. Yeah, sadly, that's to say the big unknown. And, and we're watching out for that. There could be a brand new variant could emerge, especially with so much infection happening all over the world. You see, every time the virus divides, there's a risk of another variant you know but at the moment it looks as if Omicron is the one and at the conference I was at in Boston on, on Tuesday a very famous infectious disease doctor said to me this might be the one we want and it's a strange way to put it in a way but this is very transmissible but doesn't cause a severe disease and in fact if you have Omicron it looks very different to, to say Delta or the previous one so for example the, the t- sense of taste and smell is not a feature of Omicron uh, one in five have that whereas half the people lose their smell and taste with previous variants you know and then the good the good news something is you're much less likely to get long COVID if you have Omicron. So one study shows 4.4% of people got long COVID whereas with Delta it was 10.8% you know. So it does seem like a slightly more benign virus if you know what I mean. However, if you're not vaccinated it can cause severe disease and these, these kinds of numbers are in the vaccinated population basically. Yeah, when we're looking at the, the Moderna vaccine, so it, or the Moderna booster as it will be, it will have the original Moderna and this other bit stuck onto it. So what's different yeah. about the bit they've stuck onto Well, it? what's great is it's called a bivalent vaccine to give it another new word for you to learn, Jonathan. So bivalent means it's got two spikes. It's got the spike from Omicron and the spike from the, the Wuhan strain. You see the, the original spike, if you like. That's in the vaccine. And now they've added Omicron in. You know, so you get, you're getting two for the price of one, effectively. So it will protect you. And in fact, in the trials, Jonathan, and, and, and the um, sort of studies they did, are protected against any variant that they've tested so far. This new Moderna vaccine was protective, at least to generate antibody 
response, you know. So that, that's the future, by the way. We will see these bivalent, multivalent vaccines are the ones we're going to see in the future anyway. And remember, Jonathan, there's something like 40 vaccines still in trials, amazingly, you know. And, and the dream is a universal vaccine against any coronavirus. Should a new one jump from, say, bats into humans again? And we don't even think about that. But there's, there is a risk of that. A universal vaccine against any coronavirus would protect us in, the, in that situation as well. Uh, what about Pfizer and what about uh, Novavax, all the other vaccines that were produced and, and were, were very effective in, in keeping the virus down but not preventing it from spreading? Are they working on, on, on variants specific yeah. Yeah, they um, all they boosters? all are. They all are. But what, it's very competitive because obviously it's, it's, it's a commercial activity among companies, isn't it? You know, and David uh, Pfizer are, are making an Omicron, so is AstraZeneca. You see, the, the real trick will be to make one that stops you getting infected. We know now for definite the vaccines don't stop infection; they stop disease. You see, that's the way to think of it, which is great because people don't get really sick. You know, but still, people can pick up the infection. That means it can still spread. But can you imagine if a vaccine emerges, something that stops infection as well as stopping disease? That, that's the real dream in many ways. And again, there's several of those now being tested. Uh, these would be intranasal vaccines for, to protect your nose because infection happens in your nose you know so again a huge amount of effort is still going on in the background we don't, we, you know, we've kind of forgotten about it to some extent haven't we but there's an awful lot of people still working on this to try to get a really great vaccine again just in case a new variant emerges and to make it even better you know, to stop infection which will be a great result really Let's talk about the BCG because there were you were at that conference in Boston. Like the BCG has been the BCG from when it was created. Um, yeah. what, what's different about it now? Well, you may remember two years ago, all the talk was BCG, and, and there was evidence that countries that used BCG had had less severe disease. That was one thing that was suggested maybe two years ago now. And then there was a rationale for BCG because BCG is for TB, by the way. It's a vaccine that protects against TB. Scientists had known it stops flu, it stops RSV as well. Strangely, because it's, it's a different disease obviously but still there seems to be some kind of you know general immune boost by it and then that triggered a, a trial Jonathan because obviously if we hadn't got a vaccine there was a risk it might take two three years to get a vaccine so the question was could we use BCG as a bridge until we get the vaccine six trials and again literally on Tuesday this was reported to me at this conference Mihai Natea from Holland who's the leader in this he reports the trial and it was really good 40% decrease in death if you have BCG 50% decrease in flu again you get two for the price of one so basically BCG seems to work. It's, it stops severe disease and it stops death. Now, of course, we don't need it because we don't have vaccines. You know, and We saw it as a way, as I say, as a bridging thing until the vaccines arrived. But now that we have the vaccines, you don't really need BCG. But still, it was an interesting study that the BCG was shown to work. You mm. know. Well, you were saying this all along at the start. That was one of the first things you said yeah. in, 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 shall we say, the darker times when you were coming on to talk to Pat and, and talk to me and others. Uh, it, it was the idea that the BCG was doing something in the yeah. background and, and you, you, you said, wait and see, we'll see the results. Exactly. These are the results. These are the results, yeah. And it was a huge trial. I mean, 60,000 people. Thousands and thousands were in these trials, you see. And they, they, they tried healthcare workers. This is, and this was, by the way, was in the first year of the pandemic before they were vaccinated, obviously, to test if it works or not. And now all the data has been, been crunched. The numbers have come out now. And there was a, that's a, quite a strong protection against severe disease and death, isn't it? So if we hadn't had the vaccine, say, for whatever reason, BCG could have been rolled out, you see, and, and would decrease death rates by half, which would have been a good okay. result for us, you know. So, so in other words, the science was borne out in the end that BCG was used well, is, is the idea there. Well, I have to say, I, I, I would encourage you to go out and enjoy the lovely sunny weekend, but Shane Beatty, I don't know if you heard uh, the weather forecast at the top of the hour, Shane Beatty has cancelled uh, this weekend summer, uh, so you'll, you'll have to go out and just enjoy the mugginess, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's <Luke>. right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> it is a shame, we'll but sure, you'll make use of it. Yeah, make the best of it. Luke O'Neill uh, of Trinity College Dublin, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9am.
on News Talk.